This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. But uh, right now, uh, we've got on the line a favourite of the show on a Monday. Of course, ECN host and NRL commentator and an NRL great himself. It's uh, Greg Alexander. Brandy, welcome in. Thanks, Sam. Good to talk, mate. Yeah, good to talk to you, mate, as well. We are, uh, we're getting to the business end of the Rugby League World Cup, which is fantastic. Uh, a couple of, uh, another big uh, few blowouts uh, over the weekend. Brandy, I was going to ask you how you're coping with these, uh, with these early mornings like me, but you're used to it, aren't you, with the breakfast radio? It's a different world for me. Uh, not, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah it, it takes a while to get used to, but uh, breakfast radio is, you know, it's around up at 4, 4.30, sort of in between that time, but uh, the uh, the times of the World Cup, uh, we've we're, we're, we're got to be in at Fox at 4 o'clock, so uh, it, it, it's been tough, but there's only a few to go, and um, I'm sure we're, we're down to the business end, as you said, Sam, and I think we're all waiting for this time of the tournament. We're sort of, uh, you know, blowing up, up until now, and quarterfinals will probably probably easy game for the well, England, England and Australia. But I think it's interesting. I'll be, I'll be watching intently the Samoa quarterfinal. Yeah, and it's interesting, um, Brandy, because I think you're right in that um, the quarterfinals probably are set as well in terms of, of the victors that are going to come out of it. But I still think it's a massive game for the Kiwis. I don't think the Kiwis have really fired a warning shot uh, to the World Cup yet. Meanwhile, England and Australia very much showing that you know they, they could meet in the final. So I think that game against Fiji in the quarterfinal for New Zealand is critical for you know working out that cohesion. I feel like they've been clunky. Jerome Hughes, great to have him back in the side against uh, Ireland, and he played a, a starring role. Role, but I, I think it, I think it's massively important for New Zealand this game against Fiji. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it is. I guess in terms of you know what they present against Fiji and how 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 fluent they look. Um, but I, I was super impressed with Jerome Hughes. Boy, you you, you didn't realise what you were missing until you watched him play on the weekend. He, mm. he was fantastic. So that, that certainly adds. And, I, and I've always said that the Kiwis will provide a platform for their best players, Hughes, Brown and Joey Manu. And, you know, it's just whether they can do enough to, you know, beat Australia in the semi-final. And that's, and that's what it boils down to. And I'm always looking for a better performance from the Kiwis. But I, I, I don't... I, I don't take off notice of those games. They, they find themselves top teams that they know they're going to beat. You know, it's all about by how much they're going to beat them. So they do as a team, and as teams, it's sort of just getting finding their feet and their combinations. They find themselves in weird territory where they're playing games that uh, the win is already been decided. It's just by how much. I'm discounting whatever happens in these previous games. 
and just worrying about who's going to be better by the time it comes to, to semi-final time and, and who's got the best team because these blokes play NFL week in, week out. Uh, the result isn't decided before they run under the field. And uh, I think we'll find it in situations where uh, tries and breaks and operate on a little easier than what they normally do. And sometimes temptation is too much, which has seen sides like Australia and New Zealand look a bit clunky because they've made it. When they play each other, they'll go back to what works, and that's big game football, defence kicking, you know, relying on the you know, just a um, you know, they're brilliant players deciding the game. Yeah, no, I do agree with you, um, Brandy. And I know um, a few people were making comments about the, the New Zealand four pack hasn't really started to get going, but they're still working out those combinations as well. I think Madge is still trying to work out yeah. what his starting side is going to be. Um, you know, in, in light of an Australian semi final, what about um, what about England? Because they've really surprised me. I, I going into this tournament, you know, obviously had the Kiwis up there as favourites with Australia, and then we looked at Samoa and Tonga as those sort of teams just in behind England. I didn't really have in my equations, Brandy, but they arguably have been the best team in the in the group stages. I think you're right in saying that they've been the best team because they have looked the most fluent, haven't they? They've, mm. they've, you know, they haven't looked clunky like the Australians or the Kiwis. Uh, they've looked good right from the, the kickoff of the World Cup where they smashed the Moa. So uh, we probably underestimated England. And I guess we do because we don't know a great deal and we don't know what to expect from them. Super League place. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not sure how they will go against the, the you know, the might of the NRL, you know, stars that fill up the Queen the uh, the New Zealand on the, the Australian team. But players like well, we know George Williams was a good player, but didn't have a great Super League season, but he's been fantastic. Jack Wellsby at uh all fullback has been very good for them. And, you know, throw Victor Rodley into the mix and Victor looked like he's given provided a fair bit of information for the um, for the English team and hopefully his elbow or his elbow isn't bad and continue in the in the in the tournament. But you're right, it has been a, a bit of a revelation and uh, really I think at this stage because of the side of the draw that they're on, they would be disappointed if they don't at least make the final. Yeah. Uh, but it does set up for a great semi-final between them and either Samoa get a second crack at them or they'll play Tonga. Yeah, and Tonga is absolutely flying as well. 92 points to 10 uh, win over Cook Islands this morning. Um, so they are absolutely hissing. Um, let's talk about Australia because that's the team that everyone's got their eyes on here, Brandy. We know we're probably going to meet them in the semi-final. And I guess the big question, and it's probably been a question everyone's been asking since day one, is is who's that halves combination? What's it going to look like? You've had Cleary and, and Daly Cherry Evans playing alongside each other. But of course, that tried and true combination is is DCE and Cam Munster. What do you, what do you think's the, the winning combination heading into knockout football? Um, I, I think Cleary deserves a, a crack at it uh, going you know, off, off the back of what he's done over the last two years. And when you're talking combinations, I, I think the Cleary-Yo combination is probably just as important as you know what the DCE combination might mean to Australia. Mm. So, uh, kept his cards very close to his chest. He, he, oh, I think this is, you know, not just this situation with Mel, but I think Mel just really wasn't comfortable um, picking a, a, a seventeen, a top seventeen, and not for them that way at the start of the tournament. That's why we've got the numbers that we have. Uh, so Mel's got some 
to make, but um, you know, I, I think it'll be clearing the halves, and I think Yo will play lock, and you know, I think the combination of Yo and Cleary. Oh, I think we might. Have, I think we might have lost him there. Oh, we got no. We got you back. We got you back. Sorry, Brandy. Think we just lost you for half a second there, mate. Um, well, who do you think poses the biggest threat to, I guess, uh, New Zealand and Australia? Is it is it Tonga? Is it Samoa? Are those two teams sort of jostling it out for, I guess, upsetting the rest of the tournament? Uh, I don't. I, it's hard. It's hard to say. I, I, I don't think there's much between those sides. Like, I think that's a very even as is Group A with Australia and New Zealand. We're mm. here between two and. You know, Tonga, Samoa, and England. Well, well, you know, England beat Samoa quickly, but you'd think, off the back of what we've seen, seen Samoa do, that they've improved enough to be competitive against them. And so, I, I really don't know which one. You know, I, I'm predicting um, Australia, England will play the final, but you know, it's a long way from being decided. It could be the side to do it, just whether they're clicked on the day. Um, you know, imagine making decisions to make for his team too. There's, there's a lot of outstanding candidates. Uh, you know, front rowers, uh, even back rowers, mm. um, come up with Badger's best side for the Kiwis. Um, so uh, it, it really is pretty open amongst all those teams. Anyone could reach the even Samoa, Samoa, I would not be surprised with if any one of those sides make the ball. And then uh, you know the the. A week early with Australia playing New Zealand. Yeah, I agree. An open com- and and what just so great to have that at a World Cup, isn't it? An open competition where we are sort of talking about four, five, six teams in the mix. It's it's fantastic. Just before we let you go, uh, Brandy, what about the teams that aren't going to feature in the knockout stages? Who's a team that I guess has impressed you the most? That you know they're not going to be playing in the quarterfinals or the semis, but they've really stepped up in this World Cup and showing that you know that rugby league is developing pretty strongly around the world. Yeah, look, I I guess I was pretty impressed with Italy's performance, having only one NRL player in that side. And I know the score ended up 66 to 6, but I, I was pretty impressed with their effort and what they were able to do with the ball at times. And I thought they were played for the 80 minutes. Um, uh, look, I, I've loved watching from the side, you know, like the maker that I was out of their local competition club. Like, I didn't even know there was a. Before the last couple I didn't know there was a. It probably wasn't, <laughs> um, but I, I think PNG. Yeah, you know, I, I think PNG. Yeah, you know, I love watching PNG, mm. uh, and the fact that we've got a lot of players now playing, you know, for the hundreds and playing in the Queensland Cup. I think that helps them, and uh, with a sprinkling of NRL players, um, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed watching uh, PNG. You know, I, I think they can push England in the quarterfinal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Brandy, appreciate you coming on as always, my friend. Uh, enjoy those knockout stages. And, uh, yeah, let's hope for an Australia-New uh, Zealand semi-final, which is going to be an absolute cracker. Appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll talk again soon. Good on you, Sam. Good to, good to chat. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.